This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed, and with me has been Alan Minskoff, who is a contributor to Audiophile. Hey, Alan. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm pretty good. Thank you. You've had great suggestions this whole week. Are you sticking the landing? This is my favorite of the week. I love it when it ends up that way. What is it? It's the Decameron Project, which, of course, was a a project of fiction writers who submitted to the New York Times, and now they've gathered together as an audiobook. And it makes an extremely good audiobook. Lots of variety. Some of the best writing in this country and in Canada as well. Well, yeah, they're short stories written basically in response to the moment of being, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and also a racial reckoning. And both themes are uh, in the in the text. Uh, the pandemic, a little bit more, but uh, they're both themes are available in this. It's a remarkable collection, and they're extraordinarily good narrators. Uh, some of the best people who are narrating audiobooks are right on this Decameron Project audiobook. Now, the Decameron Project has 29 short stories. Do they have 29 different narrators narrating the book? They don't. Some narrators do do double and triple duty. And the, and some only are on one. For example, the one we're going to be talking about today, the story that we've excerpted was Lamiche Isaac, and she narrated this book. It's the only one she narrates in the, in the uh, collection. And, and what is it? It is called A Blue Sky Like This by Moan Awad. And what, do you want to give us, I know it's a short story, but just a teeny bit of a thumbnail sketch about it, so we get a sense of what the book is? Let let me give you a a little more than a thumbnail, because it is a powerful story of a woman who who goes and has a facial during the uh, COVID most intense period of, of the coronavirus, and she loses her memories. In fact, she's offered that by the person who does the does the work with her. And then, of course, lots of... Uh, adventure ensues after that. It's also kind of an ironic tone, and the delivery is, is clever, the cadence is first rate, and it's especially good reading by, by Lamishi Zak. And she changes her delivery, whether she's inside the head of the narrator, and a lot of this is done in the second person, so it's a very unique, I think that's why they picked this example. Oh, that's very interesting. It takes place on her birthday, so that in itself gives it a kind of specificity. It's a fantastical story. And is it, is it, you said it's ironic. Does it have some humor as well? Or? Absolutely. She refers to her ex-husband in a, in a text to him as, uh, well, give me a second here, the Lord of Darkness. <laughs> That's been her ex. So that, that in itself, you know, even though she's lost her memory, she does certainly remember seeing her, you know, when she sees her ex. And uh, at first she's quizzical about who, who is the Lord of Darkness, but it's been her ex. That is funny. Okay, let's hear a little bit now. Do you need to set this up at all? This is the very beginning. This is the very beginning of the... (laughs) I'm laughing, so it is funny. Okay. This is A Blue Sky Like This by Muan Awad, read by Lamishi Sak, and it's from the Decameron Project, which is put together by the New York Times. And now it's your birthday, on top of everything else. You've been dreading it. That's what you've been texting friends for days now. I'm dreading it. Adding a pained emoji face. X's for eyes, open mouth like an O. Making fun of yourself and your silly dread. But the dread is real. That's why you're here, in spite of everything. A place you found on the dark web. Open despite the lockdown. A penthouse suite downtown. 
the dark womb of a treatment room heavy with steam and eucalyptus. The light is so dim and kind. You're lying naked on a heated table. A woman is kneading your face with some sort of goat placenta. Oh, goat placenta, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A little inside look into this process for those listening is we do get to choose the, the section uh, and I just thought to go from its or birthday to goat, goat placenta was, you know, it's what fiction does. It takes us to entirely different places. And this fantastical story certainly does that. And I, I again, I love the concept behind it. It's interesting. There are quite a few Decameron projects going on. There's another one online of artists and you can, you, you go online and it's, it looks like an apartment building and you click on a window and you can see a minute from an artist and it could be a dancer reading poetry. It could be an actor singing or it, it, it's such a variety and mishmash of things that it's, it's just fascinating. And, you know, the times of course is the New York times. So it, it's a lot more, pointed and dedicated. I think that's the better word. And, and, and many of these people wrote these stories specifically for this project. Yeah. I'd have to say that the readings were, were surprisingly good. Rebecca Lohman was extraordinary. Uh, Kevin R. Free was first rate. Tommy Orange, who reads his own story, his is very pointed, very yeah. pointed and very short and puts you in the COVID moment as directly as anybody in the entire project. So that is the Decameron Project, and it's put together by the New York Times with a variety of great writers and fabulous narrators. Alan, the week has gone by too quickly. It was a pleasure. And all mine, too. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next month. Dreamscape Media, your library first publisher, is the sponsor of today's episode of Behind the Mic. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart, Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, and Alan Minskoff are contributors. Jennifer Dow is our editor. The music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening. <laughs>